There's a funny graveyard, and the soil is hard, but the necromancy's addictive. There's a stepdad named Gus, brutalizing on us, but he also quips with conviction. But if I should wake up and find my homes on fire, who is it? Blame mother. I guess I have to axe. This week on King Me, raise some hell, because we're talking Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, King Me, baby. King Me. King Me. Welcome to King Me, the Stephen King movie podcast. Unofficially, of course, <laughs> but of course, the official program of King Me. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And as always, we encourage you to rate and review us in the iTunes store. It helps other people find the show. Fans of uh, Stephen King, fans of horror movies, fans of movies in general. Uh, that, uh, yeah, yeah, question, Rob? Yeah. Oh, uh, What's going on with the intro? What, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what uh I know you've been doing this talking heads thing. Mm-hmm. And yes. now you see I don't know if you well, straight off the path here. What, what yes. is that? Well, as you'll recall, last week was Tom Tom Club, so yeah. I'd begun straying off the path and I was like, <laughs> why not follow that breadcrumb trail? <laughs> so this was lightning off of the David Byrne St. Vincent uh album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh it's a great track. Uh <laughs> It look is a that, great show. That's look, a good album. Look that up. There's also a really good remix by, I believe, DJ Rockefeller. So, uh, yeah? Yeah, if you got the time, you have the gumption. Uh, we took last week off, so welcome us back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, R- Rob, what'd you do? What changed in that time? Oh, man. Um, I've just been eating a lot. Yeah. Um, just a lot of Chick-fil-A. Okay. Wow, that's pretty pretty messed up, man. Like politically, I, like ideologically. I, yeah, I don't agree with any of their political stances, but all of their recipes. But goddamn, mm, that good good chicken. <laughs> so this week, as we might have mentioned, we're talking about Pet Cemetery too. <laughs> what what have you been up to? Oh, who cares? I I I install and uninstall Pokemon Go every few days. Yeah, because I feel like it's mocking me. <laughs> because my sed- my lifestyle is too sedentary for me to succeed as a trainer. Yeah, so. I don't know, but I, I won't be Sesame Streeted into exercising. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I can't be tricked. Well, I know I know you you performed, you did a show this oh. past week, but uh, yeah. let's inter- introduce our guest yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I want to talk about right, that. Right, yes, he's a returning guest. Uh, you know him and love him from the Pet Cemetery 1 episode. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, Tony Wilson. Wow, oh. God, thank you. Hi, Tony. Hey, yeah. Hi. Uh, it's a pleasure to hear such handsome voices again, oh. uh, and man. to be... Back from the dead for the sequel. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, careful, guys. It's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty gonna be, breakneck from here on in. <laughs> gonna be a whole lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, so, uh, Rob, you yeah. know this. Tony, you don't know this. The other day, I performed stand-up comedy in sarcastic air quotes for about. 114-year-olds at a Jewish community center. <laughs> And when we got booked to do the gig, the woman who booked us was like, just a heads up, they're not well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that's fine. You know, like, it's just they're kids. Right. And she's like, no, no, you don't understand. These are like delinquent. Uh, no, they're just rich kids, which is worse. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. Delinquents have like a they know the value of a dollar. <laughs> at least. <laughs> 
<laughs> these kids, like, when I say that it was the worst babysitting job I ever had, <laughs> it was truly abhorrent. Like, there was not a point where in the whole hour that we were doing this show that at least one kid wasn't carrying a folding chair around, like, <laughs> walking around waving it over his or her head like it's goddamn wrestlemania yeah i was like why is there a beefy security guard here for these scrawny children then i knew oh at one point like 10 of them kind of like started hovering over the stage yeah sort of like a rosemary's baby situation it was very unnerving wow yeah i don't mean to liken um jewish kids to a satanic cult Although I guess but that I did. is what you a, a just did. Late for no, that. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, the mouth moves faster than the brain. Yeah. So <laughs> Tony, so, this is the movie you originally wanted to do. Yeah, it is. Uh, but only because I had conflated Pet Cemetery One and Two. Uh Pet I, I thought that Pet Cemetery One was the Eddie Furlong one, so I got very excited about it. I feel uh, like it's an easy then, mistake, I think. Yeah. Well it, because it's the Well they talk about Pet the first Cemetery, one a lot. For sure. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah, in the first movie, they keep saying, here comes Eddie Furlong, and he just never shows up. <laughs> He's just down that I, rod. Yeah. <laughs> See him any second now. <laughs> uh, stay, stay away from that rod. Well, I mean, like, not for nothing, Clancy Brown, it's clear that they were like, yeah. ah, fuck it, he's pretty much Fred Gwynn. Uh, well, all right. So, yeah, let's let's go into the cast a little bit. Like, we'll run, run down real quick. Rob is holding, holding my head down against the table <laughs> right now, trying to calm me. <laughs> He's pulled out the pan flute. I, He's about to start playing the only song that can soothe me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, directed by Mary Lambert. Not to not the one from the Macklemore song about how he thought he was gay because he liked to clean his room. I thought he, it was. I thought he because he liked he to was draw. Gay because he liked to draw. Yeah, and because his uncle was gay. Yeah. Anyway, that's a bad song. And this is a different Mary yeah. Lambert, uh, starring Edward Furlong, Anthony Edwards, Clancy Brown, Jared Rushton, um, Darlin Flugel. Yeah. He- <laughs> you really yeah. flugled that <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Rob. <laughs> it's close enough. The, the cast pretty much drops off yeah, after yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared there. Uh, I mean, how could they top Flugel? <laughs> <laughs> we got Flugel. Uh, is this the now it's same, a movie? <laughs> uh, is this the same Mary Lambert who did the first movie? That's then? right. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, it kind of feels like a second crack. It feels like she <laughs> she's back to to right the wrongs she made with the first. Movie. Sort of like her Evil Dead too. Yeah, she's just oh, like yeah. we'll make the same movie but better. Yeah, and it, truly, it's like it is superior in every way. It's also like Evil Dead too in that there seems to be a lot more intentional comedy. Yes, in this one, absolutely. It's sort of the same problem we had with Sleepwalk. Excuse me, Sleepwalker last week where um the i guess i guess nightmare on elm street had just come out and everyone was like the villain's got to be a quip machine <laughs> it's got to happen well that's jokes I, per minute we are in a very silly era in <laughs> in stephen king movie history right now. yeah we we really really are yeah it's this is nice <laughs> <laughs> this feels good yeah. just kick back yeah when i say i was crying laughing at most of this movie <laughs> uh truly every every single second that the fat boy was dressed like a fancy vampire. Oh, man. Everything. <laughs> so many dramatic moments. So many, like, important plot points yeah. happen while he's just looking adorable. <laughs> just like a kid in a pageant. He was so precious. Yeah. All right. This but- movie is, is, is laden with all sorts of, like, uh, adolescent themes of uh, growing up uh, that are, are just kind of very swiftly undercut by either incredibly toned up direction or <laughs> or just aggressively uh 
uh, intentional direction at, at mocking that sort of uh, that tone. Yeah, uh, the, there are like a lot of wild shifts in yes. tone yeah. again, again. It's uh, it's very successful one way or another, deliberately <laughs> or unintentionally. Yeah. It's sort of it made me feel a lot of ways. Oh yeah, no, I laughed, I cried uh, simultaneously. Yeah. It's I got very aroused. <laughs> yeah, when and, uh, that the wolf fucking scene. <laughs> oh my god, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. What what was faker, the wolf mask or those titties? <laughs> Do you have an air horn on that soundboard? Uh, no, that's okay. Just give it a, a good auga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just like a, a clip of Howard Stern saying something in like a really measured voice. Like you know how sometimes he just gives earnest interviews. Get that going. <laughs> um, so yeah. Let, <laughs> I, I, I had it. It took a minute, but I found it. Uh, thank you. Oh, I man. couldn't let that opportunity go to waste. No, uh, I really appreciate you coming through in such a big oh, way. Man. Just like last time, Tony is doing our job for yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And I don't see this being any different yeah. because, uh, Tony, you seem to have like a deep, long abiding love for this movie. Although, well, with that said, you did forget which movie was Pet Cemetery 1 and which was 2. Yeah, so to, to kind of revisit the tale that brought us to this point, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I, I had long been terrified of Pet Cemetery 1 and 2 because I had heard about this movie uh, when I was very young in a sizzler. Oh, and uh, <laughs> uh, the story was, never gets old. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the whole story. I was scared about this movie and a sizzler. Yeah. Uh, I was eating dinner with my family, and the idea of, of children having to deal with the aftermath of uh, a supernatural resurrection after a murder uh, was incredibly frightening to me. Yes. And, uh, you know, so... Tony, for a very why aren't you eating your sizzler? <laughs> <laughs> You've my dad been... turned towards me and opened up his mouth and was just lolling around a big, gross mouthful of mashed potatoes. Ugh. Your food's barely even sizzling, kid. You're just pushing it around the plate. <laughs> uh, it uh, it delivered. Every Everything that happened in that movie was exactly as I imagined, as a five-year-old, six-year-old. Uh, yeah, this this is perfect for a six-year-old. Yeah, this this will scare the pants off a six-year-old yeah. and not a six-and-a-half-year-old. <laughs> right. Because that's too old. You're too this mature. This entire movie is a story that somebody in your, you know, like third grade class would say actually happened to their older brother's friend <laughs> yes. and you would believe it. Yeah. 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 That is exactly right. And, and within the context of the movie, uh, people are saying that a lot. People, oh, yeah. People yeah. keep referencing the fact that this did happen not that long ago, but as if it's a ghost story from 200 years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. People I should dissect know. the timeline on this. The, the first movie came out in, I think, 89, and this one takes place in 92. Sure. <laughs> so in, in three years' time, an entire town has kind of forgotten, t- turned a uh, m- murder-suicide uh, house-torching uh, into kind of like a ambiguous legend. Right. Yeah. Like, all of these kids are old enough to know 
the actual family yeah. that was there. <laughs> yeah. Well, granted, they weren't there long enough. And we, we have a similar problem with this family where they're not there long enough for anything to be justified that's happening. To, yeah, that's not, right. I shouldn't say anything, but like that woman who shows up and just lives in Anthony Green's what house. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then Edward Furlong, when he yells, you're not my real mom to yeah. this woman who just wanted to snag that Emmy dress, I yeah. think, from the attic. <laughs> I, I, I pulled that clip. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very that's good. That's a keeper. Yeah. But then there, there's like that and also the part where uh, Edward Furlong and oh, what's the fat boy's name? Mm. Help me out here. Um, uh, Drew. Drew. Drew I, Gilbert. I just pork chop. No? <laughs> Little fatso. <laughs> the the roly poly boy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, where Edward Furlong and Drew yeah. Gilbert are uh, they're just like talking after <laughs> Clancy Brown just fucking shoots his dog, shoots yeah. Drew's dog. No, I I have all those clips. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I have everything. <laughs> I want to get to. All right, we'll 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 take it all in time. Yes. Suffice uh, it to say, this is maybe my new favorite movie that we've done <laughs> on this show. I really really love this. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. Let's set ourselves up here. Please. It uh, has something of an electrifying start. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, baby. I'm back with the good stuff. Yeah. You can uh, just barely hear that Tony is firing off cap guns to celebrate his decisive <laughs> victory. Yeah. I'm just making all the dumbest jokes that will not make any modicum of sense to anyone who hasn't actually seen the movie or there's, hasn't seen it recently enough to remember minute details of it. <laughs> There's an entire like NASA mission control team taking off their headsets and shaking hands. <laughs> NASA control team to come up with material is good, but I do it on the fly. I don't know how. <laughs> so It does have something of an electrifying start because that's right. I was actually, I enjoyed the initial head fake where I was like, oh my God, they're sending us back to an ancient curse. I would, I, I honestly, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, are they they're doing it back to yeah. 200 years when we had castle? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really I thought that's what we were getting. Yeah. I thought we were getting the ancient curse set up, and I was like relieved and disappointed when it turned out when they pull back the camera and you find out we're on a movie set. Yep. The special effects goes wrong for uh what's Renee her name? Renee Hollow. Renee Hollow played by our Darlene Flugel. Yeah. Miss Flugel. Miss Flugel. If you're nasty. <laughs> um, so she's on set. She turns out to be Eddie Furlong's mommy. Right. Eddie Furlong is on set, too. And this is like... As, as kids are right. when their parents are acting in movies. Mm -hmm. Yes. And this is Edward Furlong right after Terminator 2. Mm. So, like... Really? This is... Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. This is the year after, I believe. It is. Wow. So, like... T2 comes out, breakout. Everybody's like, who is this furlong? What's we he doing next? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, we have the perfect job for him. <laughs> it's Pet Cemetery <laughs> 2. Can he scream blood curdlingly three times? That when he says, um, okay, so all right, you were setting up the the mom thing. Sure. So, so basically yeah. the scene in the movie within the movie, uh it's it's a horror movie within the horror movie. Yes. And she's sort of just like <laughs> wading through like a damp basement through like two inches of water yep. up to like some some tomb, some coffin, and like whatever special effects are uh, poised to go off, they're electric, right? So water starts leaking, or like the the, the battery or whatever, it's the, dumb. the yeah. thing that's powering the special effects 
falls into the water. Yeah. And the 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 mom is like holding on to like this metal um enclosure that yeah, the, a little little like yeah, it's like a little fence, a little like cage, a, yeah, whatever. Yeah. She uh, she's barefoot. She's done the complete opposite of grounding herself. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Anyway, what's it? She's in a real yeah, she's like dabbed her forehead with a wet sponge. <laughs> right. She is good to go. She's conducive. Um yeah. so she is electrocuted and she dies. And when they like pull her off this metal railing that she's leaning on, like there's a big char mark on her face. It's a very strong way to start off the this, movie, but it is Chekhov's char mark. It turns out that um, when she's when she's being electrocuted there, right, and she's doing like the shaking oh. thing, the acting like being she's being electrocuted. Do you have the audio of that? No, she, I didn't. I didn't pull her audio. <laughs> she goes I, like. It's like I don't know if it's eighty yard or whatever, but she goes like, "Oh, yeah. ah, it is." <laughs> it's a hard. It's just shy of her going. Oh no, I'm being electrocuted in this moment. There's some pretty like full on Looney Tunes uh, like electrical arcing sound effects. Yes. Or if if there aren't, my brain just auto filled those in. <laughs> but we get Eddie Eddie Furlong's uh, his, that that. Scream you were saying before. The furlong scream. Yeah, here here we go. <laughs> Which is like it's a trademark Eddie Furlong scream. That yeah. like in Terminator 2, I think he does it like a hundred times <laughs> yeah. where, where he screams mom in like a 13-year-old's broken sort of like pubescent yeah. voice. Yeah. And it's uh it's the only dialogue in all of Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> And what you realize in this movie with him as sort of the leading lad is that he can't really carry a scene if he's not screaming. You know, going back and watching Terminator 2, I still think that movie is very good, and mm -hmm. he is the weakest fucking yeah, part. Yeah, of course he is. He's a goddamn child who they hired because he was a good screamer. Yeah. Which I hate. I, you know, forget it. <laughs> That's weird. Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong. Yeah. The King of Earth collides on a much better movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, so his mom dies. Yep. His dad, uh, Anthony Green, Dr. Anthony Edwards. Or, sorry, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Green from ER. Yes. Is what I meant okay. to say. All right, all right. Yes. Um, if you don't know, he's the guy who looks like. Uh, he's like in a, Revenge of the Nerds. He's Gilbert. Yeah. But now he's got like a beard and he looks like a he looks like a Chris Elliott plus Paul oh. Giamatti. <laughs> oh. I, I think he's he's like the handsome version of that, no? Yeah, he's like dramatic Chris Elliott. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dramatic yeah. Chris Elliott. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um so he is a vet. That's his job. Right. A Vietnam vet, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's a war vet. <laughs> and his job is being a vet he, right. and letting people know on the street. <laughs> Just <laughs> Right. So he's a veterinarian yes. of animals, yep. an animal doctor. His practice. Uh, would, would you say that he's a pet doctor? <laughs> I would say he, I feel like he's like the, you know, just to tie into the whole idea of him being a war vet, he's sort of like the A team of pet doctors because he does drive everywhere in his pet ambulance. Yeah. Like everywhere. That's his going around town car. Yeah. It's, it's he like, takes Edward Furlong to school in the pet ambulance. Yeah, with the thing that says like "free kittens" on the side of it. Yeah, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is not doing much in the way of credibility for like free kittens or your veterinary practice. Right. Yeah. 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 Veterinary. What the hell? 
So, um, yeah, they up and move to Maine, I'm right. assuming. No, well, it is. It is Maine, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, because they all out. Oh, right, it's the same it's town from, same, yeah. You got that cemetery over there. That's, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, it would be wonderful to imagine that after the events of the first movie, they decided that they would just move the pet cemetery out of town to a different state. Just <laughs> get rid of, like, of it. Yeah. Sort of like the leprechauns of the in the guys, Yeah. With them building the neighborhood over the cemetery, they're just going to like, no, let's just push it off. <laughs> they airlift it out. It's, yeah. uh, it's Tennessee's problem now. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so they, they end up back in Maine partly to live there, but also because Renee is being buried there. Right. In her They, they are originally from Maine, I believe. Or right. At least, she is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that she went to that high school. They have a whole memorial, like, wall set up for her. And he also it's, dated it's uh, a It's dated a cork Gus. board. It, well, it is, it is it's tacky. A, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a memorial wall in a, in a high school. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's not very it's tasteful. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like pictures of her from high school. There and are acting, like and no. Like there are also, like five pictures yeah. of her. And then, it is sparse. <laughs> it like, is mostly negative space. And then like flyers for like the school dance and like fundraisers that are happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So they're at the uh, funeral. Yeah. Eddie's having a tough time. Uh, Clancy Brown's being a weirdo. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's being weird. Um, was he weirder the, in life or in death? <laughs> uh, oh, uncertain. Yeah. P- pretty even. <laughs> he did some things in death that I think he probably also did while he was alive. You know, sure. There, there's a spectrum to the weirdness. I'd, I'd say it's lateral movement across the weirdness. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's fair. Like, if he were alive with a neck wound, he probably would have been the same way. Yeah. You know, we can't know. Um. Uh, the the bullies are at the funeral too. They, yeah, they're like they wanted to pay their condolences, <laughs> but also like they're like that's our next target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to know our enemy. Yeah, so let's go to his mom's funeral. All right, boys, recon today. <laughs> they're like the most organized bullies in the Stephen King universe so far. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so okay, they they go to the funeral. There's some press there. Anthony Edwards is like, no, no, please, I can't. I couldn't possibly talk to you right now. Mm. And then they they go. He's he's setting up in town. He's starting to set up his. He wants to set up his practice in town, which for like un undisclosed reasons, like there's no real reason that they need to be in that town. No, there's right? none. Um, just I mean, for the sake of the movie, <laughs> right? That's it. Like perhaps he'd like to make life even harder for his son. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, your mom grew up here, so a lot of people are going to remember her. Yeah. You probably the, get the beat up over The only thing that a kid likes more than the death of a parent is having to completely upheave his life. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, two traumas cancel each other out, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's kind of like when you stub your toe, you maybe bite your lip to forget about <laughs> yeah. the other pain. <laughs> so, yes, the bullies, they decide that because his mom is dead, he, he must be destroyed. <laughs> Um, oh man, his mom's so dead. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. <laughs> uh he ends up he goes to school. That's sort of the next thing. Well, first they go to the house and we meet uh our fat friend. Our fat friend Drew. Yeah, we meet is that do we meet Drew first or that woman? The uh Sarah Trigger, right? Is the, the girl who's gonna be living with Anthony Edwards for no reason. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Yeah. She might basically 
neither neither the father nor son wastes any time in finding their like uh, next person. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I need uh, a woman. Uh, he needs a best friend. Let's make this all happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Act, this is Act One shit. We yeah. gotta we gotta get this out of the way. <laughs> Lickety split. Right. By page twenty, I want them both to be paired up. <laughs> <Exactly>. Okay. <laughs> So this woman literally wanders in as they're moving his dead wife's possessions <laughs> into the attic out of sight, out of mind. Right. Um, and I guess, like, I don't know if a box tips over or if it's just, like, in the the, the, the foyer. But she, like, she goes, oh, is this her dress from the Emmys? It's beautiful. And this becomes her monomaniacal focus so weird. for the entire movie. She, like, doesn't she, like, lift it up to her body? Yeah. Like, she's oh, this would sort look of great like, on yeah, me? <laughs> like, the next words out of her mouth are going to be, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So she's Super in the picture. Weird. Yeah, yep. she's in the picture now. Um at a certain point they're like going through the house and a dog storms in. Right. Chases one of the well, kittens. They right. find a litter well, of kittens. They find uh, a litter of kittens and we get this great line. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. From uh, Yeah, so Edward Edward Furlong wanders into like this abandoned room. This is going to be the vet practice, right? This is the abandoned building that will be the vet practice. Right. And he uh, he's caught off guard because he wasn't expecting a litter of kittens, and he says, I just got spooked by a bunch of fur balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edward. <laughs> uh, uh, just a couple of fur balls, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so he's, I guess, puts one of the cats down, and one of them is like walking on the ground or something. And then, yeah, the dog. Um, was it Zowie? Zowie, yeah. Zowie. Yeah. Zowie. Clearly, someone's a Zappa fan. <laughs> Wowie Zowie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's deep. Yeah. It's deep cut. Yeah, so that's two songs you can look up now <laughs> from this episode. Um, Zowie runs in with uh, with pork chop following her. <laughs> Come on. Oh, no. I can't tell you how incredibly difficult it is for me like uh weeks have i've i watched this movie after pet cemetery one i should say like i i i had to follow through and watch this so <laughs> I've, I've reviewed the movie again recently and it's been i think months at this point and i still can't ma make my brain say zowie and not zoe yeah well he says zoe the first time like does he like, he does because i was like oh zoe the dog's name is zoe and then for the rest of the movie, they're like, Zowie. And they look at the camera and they're like, right? Yeah. Zowie. <laughs> I, I don't want to get hung up on this and I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> but but Zowie as a name is easily the uh, this hurt my parts of this movie. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just have to get that out there yeah. now. No, no, uh, please. That is like no. I I agree though. I I did it's, have a, it's bringing a tough me time. pain. The more we say it, it's it's difficult for me. It puts like a knot in my stomach yeah. because it, it's so. It could be so it's much so easier. It could be so much easier on your brain. Yeah, as a viewer, uh, it simply isn't. So we meet Zowie. We meet Porch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm no. really enjoying tearing this kid to shreds. <laughs> this poor boy. This poor boy. Um, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, uh, and then we meet, and we also meet. Oh, and Gus, 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 yeah, yeah. Gus rolls in, and, and is a is a piece of shit. I love that his yeah. his main character trait is horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> wait, he. Uh, hold on. Do you have that when he? If meets you were a cop in rural Maine, what would you be? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, you're right. Um, all right, I got. I have two clips here. One of. Hold on. This one is when I that. 
Zowie is up on the table, and uh, Gus is looking at the cat, mm. and he and then he says, so "When uh, I was younger, I thought cats were the girls and dogs were boys. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, cats are girls yeah. and dogs are boys. I love that he just like <laughs> he walks into a room and like that's how arrogant and shitty he is. He's like, here's here's a dumb thing I used to think, yeah. and there's no context for it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no follow through. There's no, it's not like there's a payoff for that line later. Right. I can't imagine what it would be. <laughs> Where like he makes it. It's what we call character color. I feel like I know him better. You know, he's humanized, yeah. really, <laughs> which is what this movie's about. Is about humanizing. It's about his human beings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, In yeah. this world, there's humans and there's pets. <laughs> They all walk humans are boys and eventually. pets are girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he then says to Anthony Edwards, recent widow Anthony Edwards, uh, basic in so many words. You know, I used to fuck your wife in high school, right? Hey, Jeff. <laughs> okay, your mother and I used to be sweethearts? Used to be sweethearts. Really? Really? Yeah. Prom, homecoming, whole nine yards. Oh, whole nine yards, meaning I used to finger blast yeah, your yeah. mom. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> that was a lifetime ago. <laughs> Which is a horrible thing to say. That's terrible. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like we tried everything once <laughs> before she died, yeah. son. <laughs> that was my mistake. I thought he said it to the husband. He says it to the the boy. Right. Yeah. The boy who just lost his mom. That's right. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's just his his poorly thought out way, his poorly conceived way of trying to make uh, uh, um, Eddie Furlong feel a little closer to him. You know, maybe. That closeness means that Gus could supplant his role as mother. Maybe it's not meant to be threatening. Maybe he's not trying to take the role of father. <laughs> he's trying to be yeah. a stepmother as well as a stepfather. Yeah. yeah. He's sort of like the parent to the whole town as the police chief. What a prick. I mean, he's a real you piece know, of shit. I think this guy's misunderstood. <laughs> oh, yeah? No. No, not really. I mean, we'll mi- get to that. You mean he's misunderstood can- not to be a sex offender? Uh, I, I briefly considered later events of the movie and uh, had to reevaluate <laughs> my opinion. Uh, oh, no, he's, he's, uh, he's just the worst. Yeah, no. He, yeah, he sucks. He's quite actually the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame it took him so long to die and then that he had to come back to life. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed when I was like, oh, you- he's, he's the villain of the movie, dead. Weird. Yeah, that's a weird thing to do. I don't know. I thought it uh, keeps better pace than the first movie, you know, getting someone out there right away who's obviously an antagonist and is just detestable. Sure, but and not to mention someone who can speak. That's true. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, that that helps, especially when you're like, I don't know, trying to cram as much in as this movie does. Yeah, they really. uh, So um, next day, Eddie Furlong goes to high school. Yeah. Uh, immediately gets bullied, just right by by the the friend from by that, Big, by that Brian Setzer looking motherfucker. Is he the friend from Big? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a little bit of chin hair. Yep, you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. Uh-huh. I hated it. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's wearing like two dangly earrings. He's a real stray cat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow, cats are girls. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he uh, Eddie Furlong brings his cat to school for some undisclosed yeah. reason. Well, I'm trying to make friends. I, I should bring a feral animal to school. What uh, are we doing? Much like his mother was like a uh, a conduit or like a lightning rod for actual electricity. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Furlong sees himself as a uh, lightning rod for bullying and misfortune. Yeah, uh, yeah, but so does everyone else. <laughs> like. It, it's not in his head. They have singled him out. Yeah. Um, they so after class, the kid and here we get like our our typical Stephen King sort of like uh, I hate to use the word again because I just used it a minute ago, but like monomaniacal bully who's hell bent on destroying this person's life for no reason. For, yeah. And it's like not how I don't think it's how real bullies operate. I think bullies are just kind of like. They're they're like they're more like Terminators, and then they're scanning targets constantly. They're, yeah, I, they're RoboCops. I I don't know. I think bad. In in past movies, there's been like the bully himself has been like That's a, bigger or more intimidating so in some way than who he's picking on. Like yeah. it, um, you know, sometimes they come back like all these. They're like older or whatever, like mm-hmm. Stand by Me and shit. Yeah, they're like too older. Yeah, they're like yeah. way older, like thirty years old, picking on like fourteen-year-old kids. Yeah, uh, this kid is not a scary presence. No, whatsoever. Not. Which makes it all the funnier when he uh, rides up alongside him calmly on, on, on a, a dirt scooter? bike. That is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Hey. And we're for a long realizing what's happening and being like, "Oh shit!" and pedaling as hard as he can. Then the guy just coasting up at like 10 miles an hour <laughs> next to him. Oh, so beautiful. But uh, yeah, so uh, he's like, as the class is letting out, he's waiting around the door yeah. like uh, Metal Gear Solid, just like pinned up against oh, good, the frame of the door. Good reference. Thank you. I don't know who listens to this show, so <laughs> I want to, you know, I want right. to cast a wide net <laughs> reference wise. Um, and as soon as Edward Furlong comes out, he immediately <laughs> starts bothering him. He's like, what do you got in your coat? He's like, oh, it's my cat. I brought it to school. Like you do. Bah. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, can I hold it? And Edward Furlong just kind of rolls over and dies. Yeah. But like, he didn't play it like he was being overpowered. He was just like, sure. Yeah, you can hold my cat. Like Fine. they were buddies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so the kid takes the cat and he's like. Uh, you ever see a cat run? <laughs> which is that's a, what he says. Yeah, which is bad. It's yeah, like, it's like I know you're setting yourself up for something. Fine, I'll bite. What? <laughs> that's what that's next? Really it's how just he like does an it. absurd question. When has a cat ever run? For one? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. At least keep what it in the this? realm of realism. Yeah. What is this Looney Tunes? <laughs> Methinks not. I uh, like, no. I mean, have you ever seen a cat really run? Really run. I mean, really run. Ugh. Uh, and fine. Then, it's like. <laughs> so then uh, he. Uh, he he just he goes he bolts he bolts yeah. with the cat in his coat and Edward Furlong like very with a lot of resignation sighs heavily and he's like all right let's do this and 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 Drew he just sort of he looks at him and like just shrugs like yep this is what's gonna happen yeah. now this is your life oh, sorry yeah. buddy you might as well eat whatever you want because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know have extra I, I, helpings I, of meatloaf <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, 
uh, I don't want to put the blame on Eddie Furlong's shoulders here, but if he had taken himself uh, just uh, you know another day or two to pick a best friend, he <laughs> might have <laughs> yeah. wound up he, with either somebody who wouldn't also make him a, a victim and target of bullying, or at least somebody who would uh, be able to back him up a little bit better. Right? That's yeah, true. he did. Maybe sort this of- He's a cautionary tale about uh, about weighing your options before uh, committing to uh, a best friend <laughs> yeah. or live-in replacement wife. Yeah, you yeah. can't just take the first best friend whose dog runs into your dad's veterinary practice for free care. <laughs> We're best friends now, right? Right. <laughs> we should probably hang out more. Mom! <laughs> so yeah. they uh, they give chase right to the bullies and they take them to yeah. Hold on, I I they take them to wait. They take them. He's to. on he, the bully is holding the cat in his hand, staring at him, and he he yells, uh, "Are you having fun yet?" To the cat, <laughs> he screams in the cat's face. When I was little, I used to think <laughs> that dogs were boys and cats were humans. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then. He takes the cat to say it. Uh, pet King me. King me. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. No, 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 no. The show is almost over. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that was so close. <laughs> I had to stab myself with a with a salad fork just to cut the adrenaline. Uh, uh, pet cemetery. Yeah. The pet take, cemetery too, to be specific. <laughs> right. Sorry, yeah. 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 It's a, it's an addition. They ran out of yeah. space. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's the one in Tennessee, you know, they, they, they moved it over. <laughs> they sequelized it. Yeah. Ted's- you know, if this movie had come out about 10 years later, it probably would have been called a uh, pet cemetery. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Or pet to cemetery. Cause that, I'm trying to think. Oh of, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, or all the E's would be replaced with twos in yeah. both words. Well, they're A's, aren't they? No, they're they're E's. How's it spelled? I don't even. It's spelled it. wrong. It's spelled like kids would spell it. Remember from the first one, right? And the backwards R. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. Anyway, I'm so- just a boy. I don't know how to write an R. But I do. Lo- <laughs> but I do love to bury cats. <laughs> <laughs> I have been drowning all these cats. <laughs> I could dig one grave, or I could dig. <laughs> This uh, is a mass boy. grave. Yeah. Of cats. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Christ. that is a less uh, flashy title. Mass grave of cats. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird because like none of the magic happens in the mass grave of cats. That's true. It happens adjacent to. Yeah. Um. So okay. Uh, the bully. He who, lies I, and says, "Oh, I cut your cat's head off. It got stuck in the spokes of my bike." Sorry. Sorry, it got scattered on the trail. Yeah, which is some real bully shit. Yeah. To do. Nice pun. Bully shit. Bully shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I, I know. Isn't I that the good. worst? I'm gonna edit that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But he he says that he killed the cat, and but it's okay because he buried him in Pet Cemetery. Everything that gets buried in Pet Cemetery comes back. Which and he, and not true. Yeah, you got. And go, at this point, Eddie Furlong's really stoked to have a uh, a live cat head that is separate from an alive cat body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good news! I've got two cats. Effectively, yeah, I've got a smart cat and a fun cat. <laughs> it's kind of like when you cut a worm in half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so 
How did is this when he punches him in the mouth? This the is first the, time? yeah. This is the first time that they get into like a, a little scuffle. Yeah, I forget why. Probably because Brian Setzer he, says something about his mom. Yeah, yeah. He's like, maybe you should bury your mom here, and she'll come back, and maybe it, I can fuck her. And you know how like you punch someone in the mouth when you think they say something that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he then yeah. goes ahead and does it. It's like a full on Elaine shut up push, but <laughs> yeah. with a fist to the mouth. <laughs> that's great yeah uh so he does go and find the cat the cat is hanging like a bird cage in the pet cemetery cat's fine everybody you don't even yeah. have to worry about the it's cat. cool man i wouldn't worry where do we go from there what's, what's um from the is that when we hold see on hold on let me gus and his fucking rabbits for the first time yeah we get a little bit more of yeah that's yes yeah and we see that nice metaphor of the rabbits fucking yeah, Jesus and Gus Christ. just staring at him. Yeah, just jerking off. Right? But also, like, yeah. he's got one on his lap, and he's stroking it like it's his own dick. Yeah, it's the rabbits were too much for me. I think. Yeah, that, yeah. that was just such a weird detail. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get yeah we get some more of Drew's home life. Drew. Uh, Drew's mom is married to Gus. Gus is not his father. It's his stepdad. They are very clear about that yes. a lot. Um, Gus's mom, smoking hot, some for some reason, married to Gus. <laughs> um, a big Frankenstein man. Yeah. Yeah, he is he, a... Like, we're like the, the, the producers of this movie, they were like, well... Ed Gwynn died in the last yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't. <laughs> we can't bring him back. I, I, I mean, the, the last eligible bachelor. Yeah. Has. <laughs> is there? Do are there any Ed Gwynn like people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like a like a face, like a, a garage door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a, a fallen tree trunk that has yeah. been summoned <laughs> to life. It's like. That's like the face you make at your first ceramics class <laughs> would be. That's the kind of face he has. Yeah, yeah. Just crude, big features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, he's just a bully. Yeah. He's an adult bully. He's uh, he's sort of a Stephen King trope in and of himself. Sort of like abusive stepdad. He's not an alcoholic, but he's a yeah, I bad mean, townie. He, I think patriarch yeah there have been worse a btp yeah have there been well i think so he does that one thing to that one nice lady yeah although apparently He's... the rules have changed in this movie and technically once you come back yeah. from the dead that's right. not you anymore Let, yeah let's anyway get, okay yeah, let's 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 push oh through boy. this and get to the dead stuff <laughs> yeah. so we they established that um we're still in act one yeah no gus uh gus is a jerk uh, he's married to Drew's mom. Drew doesn't like him. Sends Drew out of the house for two seconds, knowing Drew's going to come back. Right. He sends Drew out of the house to let the dog out, and then immediately starts trying to fuck his mom while she's making meatloaf. Yeah. He's like, what if we made some meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll do it for Kingy this week. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. So meatloaf. They ha- <laughs> we got to get off this meatloaf, guys. <laughs> they hate each other. Um, they love meatloaf, though. Yeah, yeah. And also, Gus hates um, Zowie. He, he's basically like, if Zowie ha- Zowie attacks the rabbits, which is yeah. Um, if your fucking dog goes near my rabbits again, I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, he's not bluffing. Yeah, 
we find out. He the dog goes near the rabbits. Gus goes out with his his I don't his, know his rifle hunting or rifle. Yeah, he has a scope on it. Yeah. Yeah. And just shoots the dog. He and bought he, that. He, he bought shots that dog from 600 kilometers. Yeah. Can you picture him at the gun store? Just like, yeah. So I got this dog. It's becoming a real problem. <laughs> uh, I might have to hit him from a distance. What do you recommend? I imagine him incorporating this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then Drew goes out and looks for the dog. And the dog is like, dog is shot, but still alive. So he sits with the dog as. As it as it drifts off, a thing that would ordinarily like break my heart, yeah, but did not in this movie. Yeah, I was already like so detached from it. Well, no, you know what it is? It's the music that's playing over that scene is so distracting. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and it's, it's not great dog acting. Let's be real here. The no. dog, the dog is like panting happily to itself as it looks like it's tipped over a bowl of jam on yeah. its side <laughs> and it's just kind of happily waiting for its uh, <laughs> owner to say okay now you can eat it there's a moment when it, oh fuck it might be when the mom dies that her eyelids flutter uh-huh. in the shot so bad bad dead acting all around residual electricity yeah, in the body that's fair that's Good acting. <laughs> That's very good acting, and yeah. I'm wrong. I've changed my mind. Yeah, this. a hard 180. Um, um, yeah. Also, so Edward Furlong would be a good name for a dog. <laughs> so it's just something to consider moving forward. Yeah. Edward Longfur. <laughs> That's right. There you go. There we go. Um, so that Drew is like Drew sees Eddie Furlong the next day, and he's like, "My dog's dead." You want to come help me bury it at Pet Cemetery, <laughs> <laughs> and it is three dramatic shifts in tone. Yeah, like that. <laughs> he, he's like, no, we we we're not going to bury him here. We have to go a little bit further, mm. and then they go up to the Indian burial ground. Yeah, they climb that weird ridge that separates them. Yeah, like they do in the first one. They have no prompting for this either. No, like they, it. it at least there was a guide in the first movie to take them to the exact spot where it had to happen. Mm. As as sort of strange and uh unprompted as that might have been yeah uh, but- and again it's weird because like this seems to like the story of what happened three years prior seems to be very apocryphal at this point it still seems yeah. fresh doesn't it? yeah but everyone knows exactly <laughs> where be. it is and why wasn't anyone like let's kill a rat and bury it and see what happens right it's like if you're not scared like no. kids dare each other to do stuff all the time yeah yeah i know no, this. nobody's running experiments up there yeah yeah i know this because 100 kids dared me to talk to them for an hour <laughs> Um, we dare you to uh, to get our attention. Yeah. Uh, so they go up to the pet cemetery, bury Zowie, come back down, and Drew's they like, have that that ridiculous heart to heart. They've known each other for two days. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I have that too. Um, here we go. Sorry about your mom. She <laughs> sure was beautiful. Cool. Thanks, bro. You never really think your parents are gonna die. Sometimes, I wish Gus would die. You shouldn't say that about your parents, not even your dad. Stepdad. (laughs) Gus is my stepdad. So, what was all this stuff about people coming back to life? (laughs) (laughs) It's just an old ghost. (laughs) Hey, let's get out of here. I love that he's like, ooh, this is uncomfortable, all this stepdad stuff. So, um, uh, hey, what was all that about the dead animals? Yeah, well, you, were sa- you said yeah. something about 
the dead coming back yeah, to life. He said something uh, that, that was w- easily the least part of the uh, uh, interesting part of the conversation, but like some remnant of it stuck with me yeah. that I thought I'd added for clarity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can't remember what, what exactly, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like the I like Drew's uh, exit there. He's just like, hey, hey. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> let's just go get some. I don't know, some malts down That's at like, the ice cream uh, shop. I yeah, almost like he is Edward Furlong's dad. Yeah, and he's like yeah, tussles his hair yeah. a bit. <laughs> Tell you what, kiddo. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a there's a thing in there that didn't make the cut that I really really enjoy, which now I'm blanking on. So let's keep going. All right, so um. Uh, Drew says Zowie's dead, um, but Zowie comes back to life like they do. Mm. And um, uh, Gus is pissed because he lied. He's like, you said you buried the dog. The dog is clearly alive. You're grounded. Yeah, no follow-up questions from Gus. Yeah. It's bad police work. (laughs) More disappointed that uh, that the dog's not buried than that the dog's alive. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. He, he would have been perfectly happy uh, if he had never shot the dog and instead had just thrown just it in the buried hole it. and buried yeah. it. <laughs> why, why do you think Gus didn't shoot the dog again? Again, right? right? Yeah. yeah. The dog is no less a problem. Right. Maybe even more so now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, he never said he was going to kill the dog. He just said he was going to shoot it. So he made good on his word. Yeah, That's true. he did shoot I'm it. I'm coming back around on Gus. I think he's <laughs> <laughs> You know, say what you want. He speaks his mind and he, oh. he doesn't lie like a uh, certain crooked... I won't say any names, but forget it. Let's move you on. Know, Clancy Brown would also be a good name for a, a, a brown dog. That's true. Oh, that is really yeah. true. You know what else would be a good name? Tom Wolf. Flugel. Oh, Flugel. Okay, yeah, yeah, I oh. like Flugel. <laughs> It'd be like for some reason have to be if it was a beagle with a fever, it could be named Flugel. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Most beagles look like they have the flu. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they, uh, they got the, the red around the eyes. They, they're, they they've need been, to hydrate. They've been bred into a living hell. Truly. So they they uh, agree that they have to take uh, a, a Zowie to uh, <laughs> see Eddie Furlong's dad to see Anthony Edwards at the vet. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Edwards is like score finally getting some business. So. <laughs> An uh, interesting case, no less. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he takes uh, uh, he takes some blood, right from Zowie, mm. examines the wound, um, but he also hangs on to the dog, right? Yes, is he that does. when he, he when does he starts because he puts it in the he kennel? gives the dog a checkup a few days later, and the wound isn't healing at all. Right, and he's like, "What's going on?" So he, yeah, he does take blood. He sends it to a lab. Yeah, Ratori, not a Labrador retriever. Yeah, I was going like, to ask. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that we no, not not uh, interpret that yeah. scene. Anyway. I almost said Murphy Brown. The, I forgot what the name was for the brown dog. Was it Murphy Brown? Cl- Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown. That's right. <laughs> wow. How soon I forget. Yeah. Um, so Zowie, Zowie's uh, kenneled up, and then it's Halloween, and we get all the uh, we we see Drew dressed up like a like a Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is just my precious little fat gay son in this movie. Oh, I love him so much. Oh, uh, when his mom, like, she's like, there you go. Like, she puts the finishing touch on. He yeah, goes. Puts the lipstick on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she goes, there you go. And, like, teaches him to pucker to, like, spread it evenly. Yep. And then he goes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just such a 
fucking spherical little mama's boy. <laughs> I love him so much. Just yeah. a oh, just a sweaty little innocent. Yep. And he uh <laughs> so they have this whole conversation. Gus doesn't want him going to Well, he's grounded. He's ground Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's grounded right, because so he shouldn't be out. He's like, house. "I shot your dog, you're grounded." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. This is uh this is your anti-hero? Yeah. Tony? Uh yeah, no, I'm kind of coming back around and <laughs> on your side again, I think. <laughs> it's very much uh it's very much however you, it's how you phrase it. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's am- an ambiguous character. So uh so Drew and Eddie Furlong, they go to the pet cemetery where the the like a group of kids has gathered, including the bullies. The bullies, yeah. So they're like that. It's sort of like them into the yeah, circle. You know how like the the French and the Germans like they didn't fight on Christmas, right? And just gave gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're telling the story of Pet Cemetery One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe they should have done at the top of the movie. They, they describe the entire movie. It takes about ninety minutes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Really awkward for yeah. pacing. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Ed d- Gwynn says, "Oh, don't go down that road." Yeah. They do it in like screenplay format, though. <laughs> yeah. We open on <laughs> on a quiet yeah. main road. Yeah, it's a table read. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Craft services in the middle. There's no fire. <laughs> Crafty, bro. Um, um, so, so yeah, in the, the middle of reading, Gus like, well, Gus goes home. He gets off work early, and uh, he he gets home early, and uh, the mom is like, I have to distract him with with my, my body. Yeah, with my, my body. Yeah, this always works. Yeah, and first he's into it. He's like, wait a minute. You're, usually, you're, yeah, yeah. Usually, you, you hate this. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you have to fight for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Yeah. It like doesn't even register as sex with him if yeah. she's like, if she's as willing. Enthused. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I thought that I for sure. I was like, this is the week where there's no sex crime in the movie. <laughs> this is the one we're getting a break. Yeah. Ninety two. Things are changing. <laughs> Yeah, and this is not even based off of a Stephen King story. No, uh, right. So much. So th- this is like a great opportunity to really break the mold. Right. It's directed and, by uh, a woman. directed by a woman. Yeah, yeah you think like of all of all genders. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But he <laughs> Gus uh, Gus finds that Drew has left. And he went out trick or treating. He's like, God damn it, woman! Now I have to go hunt a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he gets in the squad car. Heads over to Pet Cemetery. Because she folds immediately. She's like... Yeah, she dimes his, she her could, son out quick. <laughs> yeah. She's a snitch. For good reason. He, like, knocks a fucking beer out of her hand. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's I don't bad. care what Tony no. says half the time. Uh, jury's out. Jury's out right now. <laughs> I think we need to wait till all the facts come in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, so they go to the Pet Cemetery. Uh, Gus breaks up the whole party. Yeah, the kids scatter... There's a weird moment where even I think even Drew is running away and the bully just like body checks him. Yeah. He's like, no, you stay. Yeah. Yeah. You reap what you have sown. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Gus, Gus is like, uh, he's pissed. He's he, like, you shouldn't be out of the house. And then Drew hits him. And then Gus hits him back. Yeah, he and then he, he picks no. up. No, okay. So it's oh, important right. to remind everyone that as all of this is happening, yep. Drew is dressed like a fat, <laughs> <laughs> a fat little beautiful gay vampire boy. Um, 
And uh, Clancy Brown is dressed like one man wearing another man's body as a suit, <laughs> which is right. the same way that I described Ed Gwynn last yeah, year. It's it completely uh, as true this time. It, yeah, absolutely. They, they just got Ed Gwynn to be to put on a Clancy, a Clancy Brown, Brown suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then so they 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 exchange some blows, and then Gus. <laughs> Like, Gus yeah. picks oh up a God. crucifix. But he says this whole thing. He's like, he's like, you broke the law. Now you must be punished. Yeah. And he rips like a a Clancy Brown sized <laughs> crucifix out of the ground. Yeah, it was like a tombstone. Yeah, like it was a, a marker for the dead. <laughs> yeah. and loads up like he's gonna. <laughs> gonna crack a, a this... marker built by incredibly strong children. That's yes. right. Yeah. Um. Th- yeah. He he loads up like he's gonna crack this little boy across the mouth. With with this big crucifix, when who comes to the rescue? Oh, is Zowie. 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 Zowie comes and rips Gus's throat out. Yes, he does. He uh, makes quick work of Gus. Yeah, and and for some reason, Eddie Furlong and Drew. Well, th- no. At this point, we pivot into like a weekend at Bernie's thing, where <laughs> they're like, "Oh, mom's gonna be cheesed if we find out we killed her boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> We better go bury him. Better go bring him back. They start playing like steel drum music. (laughs) (laughs) They like, they both look at each other. Like they turn their heads real slow to look at each other. And then Louie Louie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they they bury Gus up at the fucking pet cemetery. Mm -hmm. Again. Yeah. Why? And Gus, who was mean in life. Like he's seen that Zowie came back meaner than Zowie was. And also like Gus is a douchebag. Why would you want him back? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, mom, the dog? Yeah. You could kill two. Okay, you could kill two birds with one stone. Hey, mom, dog ripped out your boyfriend's throat. Couldn't be more sorry about that. With that said, we I think we should put the dog down. Right. <laughs> Wipe your hands with <laughs> the whole situation. We are out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're out in like 45. Yeah. yeah. It's a tight 45. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they, they drag, first off, I don't think Drew or Eddie Furlong put together could drag Clancy Brown anywhere. Um, but they, they he's got a, he's got to weigh at least 50 furlongs at this point. (laughs) That's an actual unit measurement, isn't it? It's British, right? That's what they use in England. Probably. It sounds made up. Uh, Cut scene, they uh, use uh, Zowie like a sled dog to drag the corpse, who's uh, more than uh, more than happy to <laughs> get another body in the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. A snow dog. Yeah, a snow dog. That's fun. Um, I dead a rod. <laughs> pet cemetery 2.5. There you go. Three minutes long. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Directed the, by the, Mary the Lambert. E is a three. <laughs> Directed by Mary Lambert from the Macklemore song. <laughs> um. And then Gus comes back to life. And With a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. And jokes now. Now he tells jokes. Yeah, he's yeah. He, <laughs> it's barely a vengeance though. If anything, yeah. he's kind of more lenient than ever. Right. They well, say they, that. They're like, the I rules... kinda like Gus a little more now. Yeah. The rules seem to have changed since the first movie, where like any, refinement again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any <laughs> any person that comes back is like pure evil. Yeah. Like no like little Gage killed his mom quick. Mm-hmm. The mom comes back and, and she's killing the husband quick. Clancy Brown comes back and he is just like 
he's he's got more jokes. He's like a mischievous buffoon. Yeah, yeah. It's with, it's when super he first comes side. back, he is he is a Frankenstein. Yeah. He is like a fumbling, bumbling. He trips going up the stairs in some great physical comedy work. <laughs> that was actually really that was funny. pretty funny. <laughs> um, and like. I mean, I feel like Clancy Brown got hired for this because he's got the brow for it. Yeah. Like he can like kind of look down over his his brow, and you're like, I buy that this man is a Frankenstein yeah. of sorts. Um, but then the other half of the time, he's like he's firing off one liners. Yeah. In response to horrid situations. Right. Um, I'm back on his side. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, wait a second. That's one liners, the... you say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Tony actually might want to hang on because uh, the next. <laughs> Thing that happens. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm sure. I know, I know. It's smooth sailing yeah. from here. When for in his, yeah. What you name? He's good one, now. Everything's better. You name me one person in history who was ever super funny and then didn't do something <laughs> abhorrent in their sex life. Um, I can think of two. <laughs> um, yeah, Gus is like he's bandaging up his neck, and uh, the mom is like, Gus, why don't you come to bed and. Zombie Gus is like, yeah, you're right. And then he just, he just rapes the mom. Yeah, right, yeah. guys. No, it's. Oh, she, she yeah, I don't think I'm on Gus's side. Right? She, yeah. She. she I, is, no, I. She clearly oh, is geez. like, Gus, get off me, stop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm, no. Yo, and then the next time you see her, she's like. Not like her clothes are like she's not taking care of herself. Yeah, she's a little tattered. Yeah, yeah. And like she's clearly like she's not speaking to him. Yeah. And like no, she is behaving like they played that super real. Yeah. Like she's behaving the way that one might behave in an abusive relationship. It's true. Uh, with a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, at this point, uh, Zowie, Zowie, okay. Zowie was kenneled, escapes, slaughters all those cats. Yes. Makes a big old messy cat pile. Mm-hmm. And then, and we find this out because a mom brings her daughter to adopt one of the cats. And Anthony, uh, Dr. Green, excuse me, yeah. Anthony Edwards is like, oh, yeah, the cats are just in the back. Yeah, you just go back where I do all my animal operations. You just go in the back. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, and they do. And you hear the little girl scream and he runs back. And the mom's like, oh, real nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he would have sent yeah. them back there. He oh, was not, like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to see a pile of dead cats. Uh, that's what you're working with. <laughs> oh, they you- immediately assumed that that's the aftermath of how he puts animals down. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're okay with that method, just not that he left it out for the show to see. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, the cats are back there. Here's a ladle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... We get that, and then um, we get that scene where uh, Eddie Furlong is being chased down by the bully. Eddie Longfur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella's right here. Oh, little little Bella. Oh, there's a real dog here. Yeah. As we're recording. Uh, so Eddie Furlong is getting chased down by the bully. He runs him off the road, and um, and he's like. He's got Eddie Furlong's face up against like spinning spokes. He's like, I'm going to put your face in this yeah. wheel here. I'm going to cut your nose off. Who knows? Maybe your nose will go into your brain and it'll kill you. Right. He's like really he's teasing out all the possibilities. Yeah. This, this bully has been thinking about the spokes on his bike for just <laughs> weeks. So and long. He, yeah. sh- uh, just 
Yeah. Loving the possibility of being able to do anything. He's sort of yeah. the Da Vinci of bike spoke mutilation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and th- uh, that's when Gus Gus pulls up and he's like, he tells Eddie Furlong to take off, you know, go home. And he starts, he, he's terrorizing the bully now. And he, the bully's been wearing this scarf the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a real t- checkoff scarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No dog problem. It's okay. It shouldn't it should pass? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he takes the like the motorcycle. And he starts revving it up with the back wheel spinning, and like he, like just attacking like the bully's face, like yeah. like threatening him with yeah, it. Yeah, because when um, Gus first approaches the bully, first he yeah he he like yeah he sends Edward for a long way, sort of in like an act of valor. Yeah, so back on his side, right. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good dude. Maybe he's good. He's evened out. <laughs> he's our, he's our, he's like our Walter White. Right. He's our flawed hero. Yeah. Um. Nope. And also Walter White is not here. So yeah. anyway, um, I just want to make it clear to the audience where I stand. Yeah. On this. But anyway, so when Gus first shows up, uh, little bully Clyde is like, uh, he's like, hey, it's fun. I was just fucking with him. So then when Gus is revving the dirt bike wheel in his face, he's like, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. He's Be- between these goony facial expressions where he's sticking out his tongue. Oh, and yeah. The he camera's is... kind of like turning around on an axis. Like it would be a <laughs> like Dutch angle kind video of stuff. about what being high is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is doing like so much tongue waggling in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, every few minutes. Yeah. Every murder, he works in a tongue waggle. Uh, like that's how he psychs out his opponents. <laughs> it's like I would have lived that and lived through that encounter if only he hadn't waggled that damn tongue. No. Oh. That fancy tongue, Gus Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> He's the strongest southpaw in all the country. <laughs> uh then the the bully's uh, scarf gets caught in the wheel and like, would you say it gets caught in the spokes of the of the wheel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of the, do a, does a motorcycle have spokes? Yeah, I think this one does actually. It's a well, it's a dirt bike, so yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it does. Um, well, spokes are like they're a central theme of this movie, so right. yeah, uh, yeah. And, spokes uh, and sparks, yeah. spokes and sparks, Pet Cemetery Two, spokes and sparks, right? Uh, kill kills the bully. Bully's dead. Um, Buries him, but not well, not yet. But Drew, uh, but, Drew sees this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, from the top of a hill. Yeah, and, very funny. And then Gus I, goes after Drew. Mm-hmm. I just want to make like a, a very small uh, uh, note here that uh, the bully's death. Uh, appears to be initially accidental as the scarf gets caught in. Right. And uh, we just see from Gus's angle, at the angle of a Gus, that he's just sprayed with blood. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then he leans and it makes into it. In, I believe he goes, uh-oh, oops, or some <laughs> kind of apologetic noise before kind of being like, well, that's kind of funny, and then just pressing the tire down into the face of, right. uh, yeah. on the broken neck. Yeah. Um, if he's like, so if I had known, that would be the outcome. my theory that Gus is actually the hero of this film, <laughs> uh, the, the death of this child is completely by accident, and then, you know... Uh, but you he's also well in a, the face a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know. Doesn't that kind of complicate him further? <laughs> Guys, you Isn't know that just is a, another shade of gray? I'm thinking about this again. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, I'm being an idiot. Gus is just... <laughs> no, look, I think it's important to get like different points of view on Gus as we discuss this film. Yeah. Uh, as we discuss this oh, film. Oh, Jesus. 
Steven. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Oh. Uh, a second salad fork in the leg. Uh, uh, so Drew, he runs home. He runs away. Uh, gets his gun. And tries and to kill Gus, but Gus is taking the bullets out. He goes, looking for these. What's he call them? He's like, Drew, or some bullshit. It doesn't know. matter. Young man, perhaps. Yeah. And then he goes to get the keys, and he does like a weird, <laughs> like he goes up to the key hook. Yeah. And then when he sees they're not there, he like forlornly like drags his <laughs> hand down. Yeah. Like an old Italian grandma, like on the ha- on a casket. <laughs> 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 like, no. Well, that, he, this house is so weird because it has like, lo- it locks from the inside. Yeah. That's not how any house is. From the outside, you mean? No, it locks from the inside. Or like houses lock from the inside. Otherwise, the bad guys can get in. Well, no, I'm sorry. They're 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 keys on both sides. You need a key to get in and out. Like oh yeah. So it's sort of like the golden eye weapon. Yeah, you need. It's like a two key sequence. Yeah, for everybody who's seen the movie Golden Eye, haven't we all? (laughs) Right. Just keeping that. Breadth of references wide. Yeah, yes. that's right. That's right. <laughs> Alan Alan Cumming liked that one. Yeah, he's in that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he is invincible. Gus. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Real piece of shit. Gus reads um, Drew his rights, though. I have that clip. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, I'll yeah. I'll play it. This is some good quippery. And by good, I mean it oh, happens. Hang on one second. Blah 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 blah. Uh, here it comes. Right now. You have the right to remain silent. I'm going to pass your head in. You have the right to an attorney. But you won't need one because you'll be dead. That's. <laughs> you have the right to an attorney, but you won't need one because you'll be dead. <laughs> what about uh, what about writing a At this point, sec- has, has Gus already eaten his rabbits? Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. begun eating his rabbits. Yeah. Because then there's that scene when Anthony Edwards shows up to their house and there are a bunch more strung about the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's sort of just like, he wants, I love that he wants more information. He's like, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not just immediately like, okay, this is too fucked up. This can't go on, whatever it is. Uh, he's sort of like the Tony of this movie, where he's like, well, <laughs> let's hear him out. <laughs> uh, so Gus is chasing Drew around. And his mom pulls up. And is this when they do the shining thing? What? Where Dr- is Drew like locked in his room and he starts beating down the door yes. with the claw end of a hammer? Yeah. And they parrot the here's Johnny shot from the shining? Yes. Bold. <laughs> so You don't think this bold. is on par with the shining <laughs> as far as cinematic masterpieces? It's, he also says something about bashing his fucking brains in, right? Yes. Yeah. So why? Why is this happening? Oh, we're doing we're doing callbacks. Ah, <laughs> uh, you have no right. Is this isn't the Shining two? Danny's last stand. <laughs> Although there is a Shining two, uh, a book. There's no oh, movie. It, yeah, it's newer, Doctor right? Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we can't talk about the books. Guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. In it, Danny oh, eats but, but, but. his rabbits and gets chased around the house. <laughs> <laughs> In that book, he has the right to an attorney. <laughs> Although he, but, I mean, he won't need it though. He's yeah. going to be dead. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that goes without saying almost at this point. Uh, so the mom gets home. Right. They Drew jumps in the car and he's like, he's trying to kill us. The funniest thing. Oh, he jumps on the hood and he goes. He says like, it's not here's daddy, but something about daddy. Yeah, yeah. He calls himself daddy. I enjoyed that. Yeah. As someone who does the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so they pull out, and he gives. He starts running after them for a few feet, and then runs back in the opposite direction at the same speed. Yeah, 
I loved that so much. It almost looked like they kept all the footage before the take and after the take. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, all right, we're going to do one more reset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and then, so Gus gets in his car and he starts chasing him down. He's uh, like, he's bumping into him, like hitting them and stuff. There's one this shot is about where we meet the real villain of the film. Oh, because I, I, I believe that Gus only has one kill to his name at this point. Uh, uh, does, oh, oh yeah, the bully, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Oh yeah, and then and the uh, dog. Are we too soon for to talk about how this potato truck driver just merciless, <laughs> mercilessly runs into uh, Drew and his mother? That's right. No, we're there, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, there is that. I mean, it's more of a visual thing when they're being chased and he pulls up alongside that, them. That's what I was gonna say. I was laughing so fucking hard. His face is like he's ah? he's smiling ah? at them, and <laughs> and Drew just goes, "Mom, look." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, it's so, so good. Yeah, so eventually he forces them to collide head on with a potato truck. Yeah. Yeah, that, the densest. Who, who's of, complicit in the process, who's excited at the opportunity to <laughs> right. destroy. To, to unhaul his load. To, to unload his haul. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, to, to unload his load, I think. Right? I love that the potatoes. It's sort of like filled filled the, the car. <laughs> yeah, they broke the windows and just filled the it car. It looks a lot like the Back to the Future. I scene thought of the, the same thing, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so uh, at this point in the movie, uh, the mother has been killed by her own acting. The bully <laughs> has been killed by a bike, like he has. Right. And Drew has been killed by a bunch of potatoes. And <laughs> a fitting end for from a that fat little boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are they're undone by their own their own flaws. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, is a bike a flaw? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, punching uh, holes in my face. Starches killed Drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not now, then in thirty years. So right. why was, not? Yeah. Is one way or the other. Um Oh man, but then we get like uh, this is when okay. So Anthony Edwards um has that this is when he has the dream right the fuck dream well yeah just about yeah so the dog okay we learn something about these undead creatures which is that they can influence the dreams of the sleep right okay so zowie uh he creepy crawls into <laughs> into the uh into the matthews abode right be eddie and and uh anthony edwards uh <laughs> Well, Anthony Edwards is asleep. He starts having this fuck dream about his dead wife. Yeah, so right, he's dreaming about his wife, and the, his wife is like, you know, I could come back to life if you wanted to. And then she opens up her like nightgown and j- just the exposes tits. Yeah, her rock hard tits. <laughs> they almost looked like they weren't like attached to a person. Yeah, like like. Something you would get at like party fairs, right? Stick yeah. under a costume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have to open the nightgown. All uh, right, I don't know. All right, buddy. all right, turn the lights hey, down. I guess that's what that's what Hollywood will do to you. You know, yeah. Uh, Cho- uh, just choose people up and spits them out. I swear to God, yeah. a new busload comes in every day. A bunch of bright-eyed kids from Kansas and With just rock hard tits, <laughs> beautiful rock hard titties and. Then I chew them up and I spit them out. 
Anyway. There it is. So he grabs onto the tits, and then the camera pans up real quick, and it's got a dog head. It's got Zowie's Zowie's. Head. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, I had the weirdest. Like, that seems like a dream a vet probably has had anyway. <laughs> I had this dream last night. It, oh. But, like, her tits... They were great. Like 1992, great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were like 1992, you know, the present day, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we get that weird little dream sequence, which yeah. does nothing for it. reminded me a lot of Silver Bullet. Yeah. When uh, I forget who's, oh, it's the it's Reverend's the, dream yeah, when everyone below. turns into werewolves. That's but right. that makes sense. Right. Right. Because they're werewolves. Yeah. So justified. This. Has anybody in here seen my son? Hey, there he is. <laughs> There's Brady's dad hey. from Silver Bullet. Yeah, that's right. A movie that no one's seen, not even if they listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what? he goes to, he then, uh, let's jump to the end because I think yeah. we're probably running low on time. He Creepy Furlong. Creepy for long. He, oh, oh, he turns a corner. Yeah. He's been up in the basement unpacking all of mom's stuff and setting up a new bedroom for her. That's right. <laughs> uh, he's well, wearing a suit. Well, yeah, he's wearing his finest. His, his, his morning best. suit, like yep. the suit he wore to the funeral. Right. And Anthony Edwards is like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, mom's coming back, don't you know? Yeah. And uh, when she does, I want everything to be perfect for her. Mm. He's like, you can't bring mom back. She's dead. He's like, no, we did it with Zowie. We did it with Gus, too. Yeah. And he starts, like, shaking him. He's like, stop lying to me. Not more like, you killed Gus? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, fuck. He, yeah, Eddie Furlong goes real weird. Yeah. Oh, and then, Um, like, oh, so that's when... (laughs) Anthony Edwards' de facto girlfriend is like, hey, the, uh, the, 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 what's it called? The graveyard, the cemetery just called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they want their, they want their corpse back. <laughs> yeah. uh, you gave that to us. It was ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the cemetery just called your wife. Don't take seat back seat. <laughs> hey, we had a deal. Um, yeah, your your wife's body is missing. Somebody yeah. somebody dug it up and took it. So he runs out, and then Edward Furlong curls up on the be- edge of the bed in the fetal position, which yeah. was smiling like with a toothless, like smirky smile on yeah. his face. It was very weird, Ugh. very funny. Liked it a lot. <laughs> liked it a lot. Liked it a lot. Um, so then you know, jump ahead, jump around. Yeah, uh, just real quick. I think we we passed this, but um, so Anthony Edwards had given he'd sent the dog's blood to another vet and the vet's like that, that dog is dead you sent me dead dog's blood is right. this your idea of a funny joke because it, it's, it's mine <laughs> i love this joke this is right in my wheelhouse guy <laughs> this is vet humor yeah, yeah this is what we do um and then the guy's like i haven't seen you know the last vet in that town sent me the same fucking thing what is it with you guys in the same joke so anthony edwards goes to visit the last vet uh, <laughs> and he's gone cuckoo yeah Yeah. he is just taxidermying animals all over the place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um which i think like not for nothing you should have a character who does taxidermy in pet cemetery definitely that makes sense however yeah with that said uh this guy yeah anthony edwards is like he he, he's basically like what happened with all these what's going on here and the guy's like yeah everything that gets buried there comes back to life guy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking get out of the town. Yeah. 
And, like, and he scares him, and Anthony Edwards like, <laughs> yeah. spooky. Yeah. He runs out, and then the guy does like a crazy laugh. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> and then they do like a bunch of weird quick cuts to different taxidermied animals that he has <laughs> yeah. in an attempt to frighten the viewer, I think. It's uh, successful. It's, oh, it's yeah. very successful. It's too scary. I had to shut the movie off. I turned off. it off at that point, and I read the summary on Wikipedia. Right, so Rob, <laughs> what happens next? Oh. Be gentle. Um. That, well, so Anthony Edwards goes to the graveyard and sees the empty casket. Mm-hmm. Ugh, his wife's gone. Oh. And he's like, I know who did it. Because the graveyard, uh, the gravedigger told him. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Gus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, this gives me a hunch. <laughs> And he gets in his car, heads over to Gus's house. He's attacked by Zowie, and he shoots Zowie twice. Does he say dead dog? Or did I imagine that? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Was that my brain being like, here's what's going on, bud? Yeah. You've been through a lot. (laughs) It's a dead dog. He walks into the house, and uh, Gus is... Everything is a disaster. There's blood like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Dead rabbits hanging from the ceilings and shit. It's a disaster if you're alive. But if you're Gus, it's pretty good. That's, it's that's pretty swanky. Par living. for the course. Yeah, it's a bachelor pad. So it's, it's like it's like his equivalent of like like a Animal House style, like <laughs> just like posters everywhere, yeah. and like pizza boxes and fish tanks, and <laughs> <laughs> while the wife's away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's playing Louis, uh, welcome Louis on blast to my man cave. Yes, he. Uh, so as he walks in. Um, he's like, I was making a doggy door. Yeah, he's like sawing like wildly. He's yeah, got like a, crazy. a an electric turkey carver, right. and he's just like tearing into like a piece of wood. Yeah, because he's again a dumb Frankenstein right. for now. And Anthony Edwards is like, what? What are you doing, Gus? Anthony Edwards knows everybody's been telling him the whole movie, like what's happening. Yeah, here. his son told it to him yeah. like a minute ago, and he was like, stop lying. <laughs> right. Yeah, and here we are. He's like, why did you dig up my wife? And uh, I have this this oh, clip here. Oh, yes, this is so, so good. Yeah, hold on. What's going on around here, Gus? <laughs> Why did you dig up my wife? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to fuck her. That's it. Oh. Guys, I don't know about Gus. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, he's, uh... Do you think he meant after he revived her? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even think about the reviving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess I could have done that too. Uh, at this point, hasn't Gus also uh, uh, like gone to reclaim the body of uh, the bully Clyde? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's also him, yeah. He's made him a, a pet cemetery too, <laughs> as well. Right. He, he's, yeah. he's left the he he leaves the body of his wife and his stepson. In order to go hang out with the corpse of, of young bully Clyde. <laughs> yeah, a tween. That's right. Yeah. A little setzer. Uh, he, um, <laughs> a little setzer. A precious little setzer. Yeah, well, I mean, they might have been unsalvageable. They were crushed neath some taters. Yeah. Uh, so Gus and Anthony oh. Edwards get into the struggle. Yeah. Wait, and Anthony Edwards ends up shooting Gus in the head, and he, like, shoots him dead, right? So then there's cool a shot. Rhyme. Sh- yeah. Shot for, there's a, a shot from outside where Anthony Andrew, he's like <laughs> oh, w- walking yeah. out of the house. Stops. And then he stops, turns around. We don't there's no cut or anything. You just hear he, like four shots yeah. go off and then he comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. Yeah. 
Uh, That's the weird thing. Like, it seems like a lot of this is earnestly being funny. Right. Like, it's not incidental that, humor. Yeah, that's 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 a comedic a beat. joke. Yeah. yeah, that's a straight up joke. But it's not all like that. That's right. not the tone of the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of things that are incidentally funny or not, I really enjoyed the way Drew just became like an increasingly rundown vampire over the course. <laughs> 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 like when he gets home and she's yeah. like where have you been he's like all busted up looking he's just like ah, forget it mom <laughs> you wouldn't understand yeah, mom. Can, we t- can we talk about this later <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's him that's what he does he's oh, a little ham oh. that's not me uh, i'm no ham <laughs> so, so that yeah. uh the attic mm-hmm. all right this is our final oh tony What'd you go, Tone? He he got too scared of the attic, <laughs> and now he's gone. Oh no! He he sent me a message on Facebook. What does it say? Smiley face. Call dropped. Let's make some meatloaf. Hey, <laughs> send it back. Yeah, we got to pick up from there. That's our checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cast a wide net with your references. Yeah. Video games this time. So uh, so the attic. Attic baby. All right. So attic uh, baby. <laughs> Attic baby. Attic baby. Train's funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, okay, now Eddie Furlong's mom is back from yeah. the dead. Yeah, we. this is our final ghost of the movie, and yep. I'm sad to say it's not Slimer. Slimer. Oh. Uh, oh which geez. will bring us to our next segment. Uh, yeah. It's where, ladies and gentlemen, this is Where Was Slimer? <laughs> Oh, okay. Rob fucked the drop up. Wait, wait, wait. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Where Was Slimer. Welcome to Where Was Slimer. <laughs> so, guys, I couldn't help noticing throughout the <laughs> throughout the course of this whole goddamn movie, I didn't see one smelly, foul, hot dog shoveling, uh, greedy green ghost. Yeah. Did you, Rob? Uh, I didn't see one Slimer. Mm-mm. Also, mm-hmm. Dan. Yeah. I didn't see a slimette. Oh, are you referring to his disgusting, horrible niece? That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, she wasn't there smelling her worst, looking her best, as she so often is in certain movies, but certainly not this movie. Tony, did you see a Slimer? What's your take? I didn't see even a single Slimer in this whole movie. Uh, the closest to a Slimer that we got is the uh, sort of ectoplasmic goo that's left over after Zowie breaks out of the uh, veterinarian's office. That's right. Some pus um, falls out no, of some I'm wounds, sorry. too. No, not a Slimer in sight. No, no. Not a single one Wait, was of, that, was of that any a gender. Li- a little bit of Slimer right there, guys? No. And this has been Where Was Slimer? So that was Where Was Slimer? And here we are at the attic, the final climactic scene That's of right. Pet Cemetery 2, directed by Mary Lambert, starring Edward Furlong, Anthony Edwards, Clancy Brown. <laughs> uh, that that some segment. Other, some other asses. Yeah, that segment really knocks me on my ass. <laughs> Takes a lot out of me. Yeah. The attic, guys. What happens there? Uh, so first. Uh, def- what happens in the attic stays in the attic, Rob. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we are forbidden to talk about it. Jesus. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> Steve. Steve. No! Uh. Um, <laughs> uh, so first thing that happens is our de facto Anthony Edwards' wife. Uh, she's murdered. She gets moited. Um, she tries on the dress, yeah. and that is a huge no-no as far as Ghost Mom is concerned. Right. Um, Who's been dead for quite some time now, Yes. 
Yeah, she should not look so good. She looks great. She looks great, except for the big thing on her face. And those rock hard titties. And those rock hard titties, yeah. yeah. Those might have just been like the dream of the titties, though. <laughs> like like he was building his like perfect, perfect woman. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you saying that she doesn't actually have a wolf head then? <laughs> yeah, starting yeah, starting from the ground up, let's build the perfect woman. Oh, long stems. Right. Yep. <laughs> One vagina. <laughs> One oh. factory standard vagina. Just one. Okay. <laughs> Two rock hard titties and a furry, furry wolf head. No. Soft pink tongue for kissing. No. Anyway, that was disgusting. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't even funny. So, and the movie said it, not you. Dan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just speaking for Mr. Edwards. All right. Dr. So Green. There, there, there was a fight in the attic. There's a struggle. Eddie Furlong's mom is there, and she's like, oh, we can be a family again. Mm-hmm. But first, uh, the bully, he comes back. He's all fucked up. There's a struggle that happens between him and Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. He wants to be a family, too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, where's Gus? Uh, oh, Gus is dead. Never mind. Gus is dead. Yeah, yeah, he's dead meat at this point. Yeah. It's just mom and the bully. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, it wasn't always going to be those two. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the two characters most deserved to be at the climax. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the ones they who, fought tooth and nail to get there. Yeah, the least amount of screen time. Yeah. Um, um, it, when Eddie Furlong kills the bully by sticking like a live wire yeah. in his mouth, which makes his head explode. Yeah, yeah. There's goo everywhere, guys. It was pretty cool. And in as far <laughs> as and, and so, mommy's back, but not. Furlong. Like the dog name. Steven. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so she's, yeah, she, while they're fighting, while her son is fighting the bully, yeah. she lights the attic on fire. Yeah. Which is a, a bad move because yeah. she starts melting almost immediately. <laughs> And, like, and she says as much. Yeah, she does say, I've started melting almost immediately. Yeah, She does say, I'm melting. Yeah, yeah. And she's laughing about it. And I was like, please don't Wizard of Oz us. Please don't Wizard of Oz us. Oh, we, we have to wait until the next movie for that. What's the next movie? Ah, we'll get there. Okay. Oh, you know off the top of your head? This I do. This is new. I know. No, interesting. It's a new segment <laughs> where you where <laughs> you know what's coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm very judgmental for someone who doesn't know what the next movie is. Um, anyway, so the uh, that's it. That's, that's it. It. It, it burns down. She's like she burns up in that. Yeah. And then Anthony Edwards and Eddie Furlong take off. Yeah. In their their veterinarian van, and that's it. That's it. So uh, then it's also important to note that the mom. Screams the uh, the series catchphrase, dead is better. Oh, dead that's is true, better. yeah. But recontextualized. She might have been saying dead ass butter, but <laughs> that wouldn't make much sense. I no, don't know. That is like, that's a uh, that's a different movie. I think it's a big question mark. Is Gus a bad guy? Who knows? <laughs> dead is butter? Dead Who is can butter? say? Yeah. It's ambiguous. It's like that suitcase from that uh, yeah. movie Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Did it have butter Which, in it? Yeah, Who that's knows? why it's glowing yellow. It's dead ass butter. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Um. So they the the last shot in the movie is the car driving away, a la the beginning of The Shining. Yes. Are we led to believe that they're going to do The Shining? Yeah, they're going to The Shining. They're going to The Shining, and they're gonna get married. <laughs> um, and but well, as they're driving yeah, yeah, away, yeah. so we get like these weird little um, these oval shaped uh, like. They're little. They look clips, like presidential little, little portraits. Head, yeah, they're, it's little that headshot, shape. Headshot clips 
of everybody that died. Yes, as if they were real people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They did in memoriam in yeah, the movie. They did. We it. don't have to do it. You know, the, the sentiment got me. It worked. <laughs> it, I mean, it was a combination of that and a little bit of malt liquor. And, but and just it, your, it got to me. your pre existing uh, love of Gus. Yeah. Who who gets one? Like he's a he's a bastard. He's the bastard of the movie, and they they memorialize him alongside his fat innocent little stepson. Yeah. Oh, who did nothing wrong? Yeah. Except, little little pork chop. Little pork. <laughs> oh uh, man. And that's that's Pet Cemetery that's too, Pet right? Cemetery. That's how it ends. That's yeah. how it fucking ends. Uh, and then we get and, uh, Ramon Singh. Uh, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as that song we rolled in on. Yeah, Poison Heart. Poison Heart. I, I didn't realize it was the Ramones. I was like, yeah. what is you... the? I was. I thought it was a sound alike. I was like, they seriously they couldn't get the fucking rights to the song, right? So they hired a sound alike band. Well, like I said, it's 1992 Ramones, right? Which is essentially a, a sound alike band. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like. Pet Cemetery One that was only three years ago, and you're like, this is the Ramones, right? But this is They're, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, so that was it. Yeah, and I do want to point out that the w- the name of one of the casting people, yeah, her last name was Manwiller, and I was like, that's the perfect name for a casting agent. Weirdly, yeah. you will men yeah. into your movies. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do our segments. Segments. Oh, that hurts my parts. Welcome to Oh, That Hurts My Parts. We're going to talk about our least favorite part of the movie. We kind of... All right, so just right out... Let's get out of the way. Sexual assault is always going to be the worst part of the movie. Right. That goes without saying. That, yeah. Even though we say it every episode. <laughs> yeah, we always have to clarify this. But so it's, it's in ev- almost every one of these movies, and it's always the worst. Right. So with that said, what's your I second? I should list? jump in here and say that. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Gus is a bad guy, and I, I, I forgot about that when I was complaining about saying the dog's name. Uh, um, but which is really worse? I mean, I think we know, but the dog name's still in. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're sticking with dog name. That's your. I'm. Well, if you guys got sexual assault covered, like if that, if that's <laughs> well, yeah. covered, oh, buddy, <laughs> then I'll go with the second worst defender. Yeah. The dog. Well, I think we should all pick a second worst defender. Yeah. yeah. So that the show's We're, not right. This this every fucking week. Right. This has become so common that we have to be like, what's the second worst thing that happened oh my God. in all of these movies? This uh, is Dan. What's the second worst thing that happened? This is a good object lesson in rape culture. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. This is a fun show. Yep. Um. I remember the thing that I wanted to mention before when they're when Eddie and uh, Fatso are having <laughs> <laughs> when the the Rotund Wonder are having yeah. their little heart to heart. The Rotund Wonder says, um, "He's like, I guess uh, he's like, you know, when, when someone dies, like you uh, you miss them, but not forever." Mm-hmm. And then Eddie Furlong, whose mom died two days ago, goes, "Nah, you miss him forever." Like, <laughs> it's like just a shit, and then that plays over the end of the movie. Yeah, it does. It's 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 uh, trying to pull the at my heart. Timeline of this movie is uh, very confounding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it it all seems to happen within like a couple days. Yeah, but yeah, at, at, by the end of the movie, you feel like it's been months have passed. Yes. But yeah, like he's saying that within what feels like. 36 hours of his mom actually died. Yeah, yeah. Like, this kid has become his best friend by default because he's the only kid who showed up to the interview. I'm 
I'm not sure here, but like, is is Drew's like original dad dead? Did we, we have like un- hard confirmation on that? No, unclear. It would have been good to know. It could have been something they talked about. Yeah, wouldn't that instead of having him having his dog die? And then him being like, hey, my dog's dead. How sad is that? Right? Well, how ba- Kid whose mom just died. How, how about my dad died? I, I, I can't let my mom go through another one of those. That's why I have to bring Gus back to life. Yeah. Right? Wow. Way to motivate that character. Hey. Yeah. More, like two lines of dialogue. There you go. Anyway. Uh, Dan. What, what hurt my hurt parts? Your parts. I just said it. What was it? It was the thing about that line about... Oh, oh, oh okay. nah! It, it never gets any easier. Just yeah. like they tried to like manufacture this very sincere moment, and just so they could use it at the end. Yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, the part that hurt my uh, the my parts the most mm. was Eddie Furlong for the last like fifteen minutes of the movie when it, when he's in that <laughs> suit, being a creep, <laughs> he's doing his little smirky smile. Yeah, when he's like. He's in full furlong. <laughs> he goes full fur. Mm. Uh, and he's doing that. He's doing the th- same thing where he's like looking down, but looking out like the top of his eyes and yeah. being, being just a little creepo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, this has been, oh, that hurts my Oh, parts. that hurts my parts. Shining moments. Shining moments. moments. Do, we, do we, oh, you want? Yeah. yeah. Right. Daddy! Let's talk about our favorite part of the movie. Tony, what did you love most about Pet Cemetery 2? Uh man, it it's frankly very difficult to pick. I I enjoyed this so much more yeah. uh, than I thought I would. Um, if I had to pick on like the broadest uh, uh, way of putting this, I'd have to say that uh, I finally have closure to my <laughs> six year old self at the at the Sizzler. Uh, Are you ready to go back to the Sizzler? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Sizzler is gone, and this thread will just extend into infinity. Uh, which is unfortunate. Um, uh. And I've I've learned that I have to confront my fears uh, much faster. Um, so the life lesson that this movie's given me is uh, is is my shining moment. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, I I'm just gonna give it to the uh, the Gus uh, tongue waggle uh, <laughs> bike scene because it it definitely feels like it it should have had the word radical flashing uh, <laughs> yeah. behind him as he was doing that. He yeah. was like a bit of a cartoon snowboarder yeah. that whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was it was really a moment. Yeah. Uh Dan, shining moment for Danny boy. P- probably the car being filled with potatoes. <laughs> that was sublime. I'm trying to think of what made me laugh the absolute hardest and it, I don't know everything when Drew's dressed up like a vampire, yeah. I, I just like, I was looking at it out of context and in context. And it was all really, really rich. Just like him getting slugged in the face by a grown man. Yeah. Shouldn't have been funny. Was very funny because he was dressed like a little vampire. Yeah. Um, and then even just like, uh, even just Clancy Brown, Gus just winding up to hit him with that cross. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would say probably my favorite thing, just to put it into one concise thought, uh, Drew's unraveling as a vampire. <laughs> he started out perfect with perfect black lipstick, and by the end of it, he was barely, he was almost a boy again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, m- my favorite part was Anthony Edwards' wolf sex dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, it's... The too, faces he's making? Yeah, it like... <laughs> it's what like they 
they go super weird with it, but then they stick with it. They yeah. fucking commit to that. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up and Zowie is like on him. Yeah. So he was like like grinding in in real life. Yeah, yeah. Like would you have loved like a cut to while yeah. he's having the dream? Yeah, that would have been of the him best. just humping the dog. Uh, oh, that, the tables have turned, Zowie. So weird. <laughs> so so weird to me. I that's it was the best. It was great. <laughs> it was really really good. Um, King, King uh, tropes. King, King tropes. tropes. Let's talk In about the book it. I'm working on now. There's a spooky monster. King tropes. Yeah. What do we got, boys? Bullies. Bullies, of course. Monomaniacal bullies. Yeah. Singular in their focus. Um, Abusive stepdads who are dispatched. um, Evil animals. Evil animals. Uh, Direct scene references to The Shining, awkwardly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Does that count? Yeah, beats from The Shining. I guess plot points from Pet Cemetery 1 are now a trope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twin girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about it. Again, dude. another Shining reference yep. for no fucking reason. Yeah. And then they get scared. That's right. <laughs> like, oh, uh, why? Here's a notable absent uh, uh, absentee from the King Tropes uh, that was prominently featured in Pet Cemetery. One is, is where's the helpful ghost? Where's the helpful oh, spiritual yeah. presence? Yeah, none of that. You think they did like a focus group on the first movie and they were like, this guy is easily the worst part. Get him out of here. Um, if they replaced him with the rotund little <laughs> CGI boy from Up. <laughs> they replaced, yeah, he's basically like the CGI boy from Up's chin if it were a person. Oh, <laughs> He's probably doing fine. I'm going to click on his IMDb page while we're talking about this and figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, it, I... They might have done focus groups after the first movie, but they definitely didn't do advanced screenings of no, this movie. No, God, no. Yeah. Um, Whoa, weird. Jason McGuire, who plays Drew, yeah. was born on September 17th, 1978, in Snellville, Georgia. Whoa. Yeah, that's a bombshell. That that changes everything. Yeah, that brings <laughs> us back to episode one. Yeah. Uh, For if you're new to the show, I guess we should provide some context. We used to rate movies on us on the Snell system because of Susan yeah, Snell, the, the Snell scale. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Snell scale. Uh, Susan Snell from Carrie. Right. Uh, and this is just. It became an obsession of ours. It became like the word Smurf in the Smurf universe for us. Well, yeah, it, 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 Snell's became uh, a substitute word for uh, periods, not not the punctuation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, Menzies. Yeah. Yeah. So he was born in, in Snellville. In yeah, in <laughs> Snellville, not uh, Snellsville even. Oh boy. Oh, he was also. She's, t- she's taking a trip to Snellsville <laughs> so this week. He has week. <laughs> three acting credits yeah. uh, from '92 to '94, same year as Pet Cemetery Two in the movie Leap of Faith. That's a good he one. He played Tough Kid. Hey. And in Forrest Gump, two years later, he Aww. played Fat Teen. <laughs> oh, boy. Same, bro. Same. <laughs> For a good seven years, I played Fat Teen. <laughs> so, um, any king? There weren't, this wasn't super tropey, this one. No. Kind of, aside I mean, from all the shining stuff. Yeah, weird callbacks. Yeah. Should have had a, a dog sucking a man's dick. <laughs> Seemed apropos <laughs> yeah. at a certain point. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, let's uh, get to uh, 
our final segment. Our final segment, IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user rating on IMDb.com. 13,452 people voted on this movie, so not like a ton in comparison. Um, I feel like even some more obscure movies have gotten more votes, with the exception of Golden Years, which I think got four total. That was quite low. Yes, but this one, 13,452 votes. Average rating comes out to 4.7 out of 10 stars. Personally? Criminally low. Yeah, I feel that is way too low. This is... One of my favorite movies that we've done so far. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say seven and a half easily, just on sheer entertainment value. Yeah, I'm trying Even to... as like an actual movie, I would say it functions at like a five and a half to a six. What? what how many stars did they give it again? 4.7 out of 10. 4.7 out of 10. Take that score. Double it. <laughs> remove about point eight or so. <laughs> and that's about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think say, remove about point eight, cut it back in half, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I this movie deserves more. Yeah. It deserves better. This is some of Edward Furlong's best work. I mean, it's between this and um, that Foo Fighter song he starred in, Ed Furlong. <laughs> <laughs> No! Uh, <laughs> s- uh, I blindsided me like a potato truck. <laughs> I've been sitting on that all fucking day. Cartoonishly spilling through every part of my essence. <laughs> oh my like god. Like so many you, Yeah. Next time you hear that song, which will be never unless you listen to like your local alternative rock station. Wow. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, please keep listening to the show. Give us a five star rating. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this, Rob? Uh, I, I got to like, man, I, it was so fun. It, it's like so weird yeah. in parts, and yeah. like the con- like their jokes that yeah. like landed for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which on is, purpose jokes. Yeah, which is rare in these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with like, I'm, I'm going like seven point five uh, granite titties on this. That's <laughs> <laughs> seven. In, is, well, couldn't that just be like fifteen grand, fifteen out of twenty granted titties? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this way, you don't have half a titty. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do with half a titty? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is our drive time segment. Whoa! Whoa. All right, and I, that'll do it for Pet Cemetery too. I think. Yeah, Tony. Yes. Thank you. Tony, thank you for coming back. Oh, and Tony, one more thing. Thank you yes. for coming oh. back on the show. I, I got to say thank you guys, and then thank you again. Also. <laughs> it's, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. If you had to it, thank it one of us. It always will be a pleasure. I mean, like, I know you're thanking both of us, but if you had to thank one of us or maybe thank one of us much more than the other, who would it be and yeah. why? I, I uh, thank Rob once. Mm-hmm. And then Dan, take that thanks. Double it. Uh huh. Remove about 0.4%. Okay. So. Cut it back in half. Whoa. <laughs> Boom. Divide it by. Uh, hold on. I'm going to get some paper to start writing this <laughs> Yeah, down. I am sweating. We'll call it even for now, okay. but I'll, I'll right. get the math done and I'll get back to you. <laughs> right. Great. Yeah, we'll post that equation on the Facebook page for everyone. Uh, yeah. man, we've been having some good luck with sequels. Yeah. The uh, Return of Salem's Lot was. A ridiculous movie. That, that was, was so much fun. That was that paid off hugely. Yeah. yeah. Um, which brings us to our next movie, 
Mm-hmm. Corn Kids 2. Corn Kids 2! Yeah. Oh, baby. That's right. So I got to make some calls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Is there a colon Call to the this? president. Or is this just called Corn Kids 2? It's called um, Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice, oh. which we know it's not. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. That's a big, filthy lie. That's a bold move to get to, to call the second movie the final anything. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is like... It's not a lot of faith in the franchise. <laughs> no, and yet it will persist for another mm, 20 years. That's right. Yeah. So uh, next week, we yeah, we'll be back on our weekly schedule next week. Yeah. God willing. Oh, that's right. And uh, we'll be talking about Corn Kids 2, possibly with another old friend if he's available oh. and interested. Uh, not Tony, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, I'm done. You're, I think you're out. Yeah. <laughs> this is your last, unless they make another one. But yeah. All right. So, Tony, thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah. Tony, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? He said he didn't. Oh. Well, I don't know. You want to talk about mainstream? You got like Twitter. You on Twitter? Yeah. What's your deal, man? Oh, yeah. You could get me on the Twitter at at and Helpful Tony. Or, I mean, not there's not two ads there. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, you know, shift to Helpful Tony. That's good. That's nice. good. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with at at Helpful Tony, who's a technician from Star Wars Episode Five. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial technician. All right. I am full of it tonight, yeah. huh? We got to get out of here. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. All right. So I am Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And until then, Steve. Steve.